ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Hey, thank you very much, Producer Mystery. Hello, everybody. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to begin this episode with a uh, listener email here. What? Yeah, we got some feedback on one of our uh, stories we did last episode, particularly the titular story, Old Walter. There was tits in that story. Yes, I did that story. I don't. I, I would have remembered that. Uh, specifically, what was the story? It was a fish. Uh, long fish story tales? short, even though it's a short story, um, there was a. <clears throat> pardon me. There was a lake somewhere. I can't even remember the place. <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> thank you, Virginia. Thank you, uh, mystery. A uh, lake in Virginia, where uh, the the people there they released a fish named Old Walter to who I point out, I think. And if you caught that fish, you'd get you'd get a hundred thousand dollars, and it was a whole basically ske- scheme, if you will, to get people to go to this marina, and you know pay the I'm, I'm imagining the marina fees and all that stuff to find this fish. And they had twenty four hours; they're going to release it at twelve a.m. and by twelve p.m. If no one found it, no one gets it. But if someone does find the fish, hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and, and we spent some time theorizing how this would be worth it for them to do, and. Um... Mole Man here has our answers on how they actually pulled that off without actually probably coming up with $100,000 and trying to recoup the, that money at that one-day event. Okay. Which was, you know, fiscally impossible. Oh, yeah, I remember I we had theories like they're going to throw like a bunch of fish in there so it was impossible to find them or like have them corralled somewhere, <laughs> yeah. hidden or something. He's we just all these, so yeah. doped up he's not really going to move Yeah, until, they drugged the fish uh, so no one could ever find it. All right, so Mole Man uh, starts by dissing Max, and then um, what's the what's the word? Yeah, yeah. No, what's the vernacular? I really loved Max's expose on Old Walter. So, yeah, kudos there. Oh, roasted. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell anything with him anymore. I can't tell if he's fakey or got him. I think he's protecting my feelings, and thank you. <laughs> um, I wonder if you've heard of lottery insurance. Lottery or prize insurance is where organizations like the Marina can go to uh, an insurance company and pay a fixed cost that will cover them if the jackpot winning occurs. Huh. So, what this company does is... They're like betting it doesn't happen in a weird way because now you're paying this insurance company for nothing. You're not necessarily paying it for nothing. What you're doing is saying, hey, insurance company, I'm having a contest where the winner could get this amount of money. And the insurance company goes, okay, um, we will uh, calculate we'll calculate the risk and make you pay a set amount on that event happening. And okay. if it doesn't happen, then sure, you are just paying into that. But it's like other insurance, you know, you're not necessarily paying for when it doesn't happen. You're paying for when it does, does happen. happen. So huh. if it does happen, then the insurance company is on the hook for that $100,000. Not the city or the marina or the sponsors. Well, in that case, the contest would be more legit on some level. Yeah, right? absolutely. Because before, it just made no sense. It made just no fucking sense at all. Like, why would you do... Like, how much money can a marina come? Like, man, we make a million dollar a day here. Let's fuck it. $100,000 fish. To, like, I don't know how big the mother... I'm, I'm, I'm cursing. <laughs> I don't know how big... The, there's a fly attacking us. So I, think I, I think I'm getting mad right now. He's like, I don't know how the motherfucker is. <laughs> but, um, pardon me. Pardon me, everyone. And the Christian babies out there. Um, <laughs> I... That's <laughs> the fly's fault. I know, fuck the fly. I know, fuck yeah. that fly. Yeah, but keep the devil out of your ears, everybody. That's for sure. Um, anyway, um, huh? No, I have not heard of the lottery insurance, but that makes me want to 
get some and somehow do some type of elaborate scam to get the money. No, no. All this, uh, this <laughs> is, is that, no, no. should we, should we not bring, should we edit this out? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gold. <laughs> oh, okay. But I think Let's it, edit this out. Okay. in relation to our on-air conversations that okay. we're going to have. Okay. Um, yeah. Save that for, for uh, the off. Exactly. Exactly. All this really means is if the podcast, the BTMT podcast, really ever wanted to do an event where we gave out some money, we would not necessarily have to have, have the, the lump sum. We would just have to have fractions of it according to whatever the insurance company tells us they need to, we need to pay. It sounds like you'd have to like make sure you couldn't guarantee... Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Be, That's the real trick. Yeah, like it, you have to make sure, like, dude, it's a, it's a gamble. Like, we really don't know if someone's going to find this. This stuff, is you not know? a drawing. We're yeah. not going to draw a ticket out of the hat, and that person's going to win. Yeah, we're going to draw several tickets and roll some dice and flip some coins. And if no one gets it, no one gets it. Exactly. And that's it. That's really how we're going to shyst you, listeners. Exactly. <laughs> That's for one year, like, oh, the fishing pond, <laughs> getting the better the most things, butt plugs. So, hey, yeah, thank you very much, Mole Man, for uh, yes. writing about that. Much appreciated. And the email, if uh, any of you other listeners want to drop a line and let us know we're mm. fucking up somewhere, please, it is better than most things at gmail.com. And, uh,. Yeah, that's it. Or find us on Instagram and, you know, uh, yeah. that's it, right? Well, I mean, or we, Twitter. We, Twitter. We, we, uh, man, I can't talk. It's like, we run the, the Instagram, but we do. <laughs> we do run it. It's us. So if you go, like, and send us a message, we're going to read it. We're going to respond to it. Uh, we've met other podcasts on that platform as well, and we'd like to meet more and start growing the network. We're starting to think of having more guests on here and vice versa type of deal. You know, doing the old podcasty thing in my thingamajig you all you all get you all get stuff so professional <laughs> and we want more interaction with the fans so hit us up yes torture us please yeah we need more suggestions for the suggestion box what's better for, the most for our game what's better the most uh that you see in the middle of the show we need you to send in suggestions as well because we're running out of ideas and uh you know, it's mine, scary. Yeah, mine aren't very good. We've cut out quite a few. I think one we cut out that you probably never heard was gangrene versus herpes. <laughs> yes. And uh, we and threw it even, back in the I hat. I remember the look on our, your face, and I'm sure I had the same look on my face. Me and him just looked at each other and just like, please, no. It was, yeah. yeah you even said it. Yeah. You know, I didn't have to say anything. You're like, put it back. No, <laughs> yeah. It, it was basically because, yeah, the host Sean was the judge, and me and Mr. E were going to be the contestants, and we both looked at each other, and it's like, herpes versus gonorrhea. We're like, mm. <laughs> No, it just it just turned us off instantly. Is all I gotta say. Like we weren't excited to play. We I can like, I can hear yeah. you snickering while you wrote that one and put it in the box too. I can hear him. But we did put it back. So I think we said like, what's, God, like, once you find it again, it has to be. A, I think we said if we find it again, it's a modifier. We're like okay. now we have to use that in addition to the next one we pull. Oh, I think shit. I pulled it out another time when I was a judge after this. Oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of coincidental that I just pulled it out. Oh, what? And then I looked at it, and I just, I think I tossed it aside. Whoa. So I don't think it's in there anymore. Whoa, revelations. I, 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 this whole time I assumed gonorrhea and herpes were in there. Right. I mean, which would you rather have as a hiking boot? Like, which which would make a better name for a hiking boot? Herpes say, or gonorrhea, I, I, right? <laughs> like, you doesn't have to be like, which would you rather have on your genitals? I think I'd say herpes, because herpes as a hiking boot would... Uh, I'm, more, I'm still thinking, like, not a brand, just the actual disease, but somehow you can turn it into a boot. Maybe if you got herpes all over your feet, it'd be, like, you know, protection against the dirt and stuff and the rocks. Hey, what's your next story? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think so. 
Uh, that was your fucking idea, by the way. So I just, I just, I just throw that out there. This is this is why we didn't do it. This is why we didn't do it. <laughs> so here is my next story. You know how I like to do. Uh, I should start calling it yeah, Kickstarter something. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, I like to look at random Kickstarters and just discuss if this is a good product. This is a fun product. Yep. Is this something we should be? Yeah. You brought us some good stuff. Do we invest? Do we not? Do we not invest? Like it's almost like what is, what's that show? Okay, sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Kickstarter Sharks. Time to play Kickstarter Sharks. Let's see if we want to invest in this new one. So, here's the product. I'm going to tell you all the details, but I'm just going to kind of... I know what it is. It's very basic, but I like it. So, it's basically a soundproof mask for gaming. It's called the Phasma. And there's a Kickstarter going for this right now. It's soundproof mask. Soundproof mask for gaming. So, is it a whole helmet system? or what, a mask? It like looks a... literally... Honestly, I'm going to show you a picture of it, but it looks like the Scorpion mask. Oh, okay. Honestly, it does. Or like a some sort of like air, air pilot mask type of deal. Why? What is it? It's soundproofing from the outside? Here's the deal. So... I'm allowed. Per- around your face? You get it. I think. I think oh he's got my it. God, I'm allowed person. Yes. And so, oh. you know, so I have like, you know, I have roommates and stuff. We all say so. Like, yeah. if I'm sitting there, you know, having fun in my game, I'm like, he's right there. He's one shot, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> like everyone's turning their volume. I'm sorry, but I am very loud. Like I'm very loud. And so this product is designed to muffle your voice to the outside world, but your team can still hear you in the game. Okay. So it, uh, that's kind of neat. It's okay. So that's it has a built-in neat. microphone, right? It's not relying on some other microphone. It can actually do both. Where it has a built-in microphone, but it also can connect to headphones that you've already made oh, or whatever. Bluetooth. And uh, you can you can basically snuggle snuggle in your microphone. Yeah. Okay. If you want, but yeah, use theirs. Yeah. Use so theirs. we have. So I'm going to show you the video really quick, and not the whole video, just like enough to just see the like. Honestly, here's the screenshot right here, just so you get the idea and describe what you're seeing to the audience. Yeah, it is like a big COVID mask kind of thing, but it's just it's just a bulky kind of uh, mask, like a scorpion mask. Yeah, for sure. It really is a giant scorpion mask. It looks a little primitive, but I it, mean, it does. It does, right? Yeah. I did not expect it to be fabric. Yeah, I expected some sort of hard shell, like it's uncomfortable to be honest. Designed something. It looks yeah, like a villain mask. You know? It looks like a okay, sharks. I'll tell you the truth. It looks like a villain mask. Let's just get that out there. It does, but yeah. it, it seems they're claiming. That it's gonna basically muffle your voice so people can literally sleep next to you and stuff, and they're gonna hear like. Where's the sound test? Oh, there's no sound test here. I mean, I haven't seen that. Something like that if they don't have something. Well, you know what's funny? They have a lot of information about like how it's made and stuff. I also wonder how well it can handle like a full jaw scream. You know, when you want to open your mouth and really give it to somebody. (laughs) Yeah, he knows all about that. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm loud. I, I am, but like it looks like they're like they're making. It's like a it's like a bubble that they're making. So it's a soundproof bubble where you could be like, "Oh my god, he's one shot!" and scream it, and then to the outside, it's muffling. So they're probably they didn't they didn't necessarily have someone screaming, and then I they heard it. Yeah. That is, I, I didn't think about it until right this second. Yeah, but yeah. you're not you're not wrong there. Okay, but it's, that's why it's on Kickstarter, bro. Um, and then but supposedly there's all these different like materials that muffle the sound so that no one can hear you. Um. Oh yeah, it's like a you can breathe in there because there's a hole here that's only air can go in but not out under your chin. Under your chin, yeah, okay. so that's how it's supposed to be comfortable breathing. Because I was thinking like God, that seems like a wet, discreet like thing, but there's things that like wick away all that crap. There's there's all these layers basically to it, but just that basic idea I kind of liked, even though I don't necessarily want to wear it or use it. But I could see someone, maybe in New York or something, like maybe some like. I know one of our friends used to just be very, like, vocal every time he played Xbox games. He was always like, oh, 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 
like just uh, like just like literally uh, over over the edge type of typical deal. Xbox player. It was an Xbox thing. It really was. <laughs> and so I I thought saw this mask and it was like this this weird like niche. So okay, I told you about the product, but here's the real question, sharks. Okay. Yep. You got to figure out what the goal is. There's six days left in their goal. So what's their goal? How much do you have to pledge, like type of deal, to get this? And then did they meet their goal? Is your question? Okay. So you saw all that stuff. Give it to us one by one. Give what to you one by the one? The questions one by yeah. one. Okay. Do so, again and then pause so there's six days to their goal. Yeah. Here's the real question. Okay. Do you think they've met their goal yet? Uh, No. Okay. I'll say yes. What do you think? How much money do you think they need to earn to make this a reality? That's the other thing. $50,000. Okay. I'm going to go fourteen. All right. Here it is. There are six days to their goal. Oh, wait, how and much the, do we pledge, though? You forgot that one. That one, I don't actually have the information how much oh, you have okay, to pledge, okay, honestly. Okay. I think you just pledged something. Although, okay. I, didn't, I, I didn't actually... I wonder if it's here really quick. Maybe I can figure that out. No, I can't. I'm sorry, everybody. I suck. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Slap me, please. Okay, anyway. So, their goal is $12,169. So, you were close with $14,000. That's all they wanted to go to make this mask. So, now... Do you think anyone's interested in this? Do you think they've met their goal, exceeded it, way under? Fuck no. I'll say they met it. They met it? Fuck no. The answer is they have made their goal and are over. Damn they it. have earned 17790 since I've looked into it. Nice, okay. So they've, so this thing's going to be a product. It's because it's gamer tech. People would invest in that. It, yeah. Oh. Well, just really, I, I remember, because we've seen other Kickstarters on here where they have, it is like $50,000 or something yeah. crazy, and then they make it. This one I've never seen. It's like, only $12,000, we will make the mask, make a few prototypes. Yeah, you know, it's all good. Like, it's like, oh. And then they actually made it. I was like, kind of shocked. They're over $5,000. I guess, so here's what I'm thinking about this. My estimation was that people were sick of wearing masks. People are getting over the masks. But, that being said... People have been forced to wear the mask for the past year. Yeah. So that right there is conditioning for this device. And people have been forced to be home more in these close quarters, experiencing their neighbor screaming next door. So maybe that's a bit of this uh, market influence as well. Fascinating. I do think this thing is kind of weird. But, like, again, I know I'm a loud person. And I'm loud at certain volumes. Like, it's literally like, I'll be normal and go, whoa. Everyone, if you listen to this podcast, you know the same thing at this point. (laughs) Like, you fucking get it. I'm, I'm self-aware. So, this is almost something I can see, like, if I live in some, like, close, dense apartment thing, and since I stay up late all the time, I mean, I'm not that loud, I don't think, but then I, I am. That's the whole point, so. I wouldn't want to wear the mask, but people didn't <laughs> care who I was until I put the mask on, so, I don't know. But you look like Scorpion and a, or a super villain in it. <laughs> we should show a picture on our Instagram. It just, it oh, looks like a face perfect. diaper. You know how a diaper it did. is, it's like, it's not weird. skin conforming? You know, you got that pad and, like, maybe some shit in there. Yeah. It, it's like, Old. it's like the mask. You, we're used to seeing people with these masks that are very form-fitting, you yeah. know? And then this one just, you, you got some, you got some other shit in there, and it's just, it's big. It's a face diaper. Like, kind of like a bigger shredder mask. Yeah. From the live-action Teenage Mutant But because movie. it's fabric, it feels like it's packed with cotton like like i don't know it's just it's awkward well, that wasn't just fabric i mean there was like a foamy stuff and like that you know that you know what's this ear what's this ear stuff called what's this on the ear on the head ear headphones thing oh magic yeah this magic foamy stuff that fits into your ear there was that in the mate in the face it suctions to your mouth 
Nice. I don't want it. I don't want this damn thing. Like, <laughs> I, 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 was, I, like, I was I was I was scrolling Kickstarter today, and usually it's all bullshit. But for some reason, this one like really set like a. Is this a good product? Is it not? Especially because it it got its money. Right. So someone someone likes it. it. Worked. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Better than most things. Butt plugs. Kickstarter. Oh lord. That's true. I'm, yeah. The the deceiving part about our name as uh, a marketing device beyond or a branding device beyond the podcast is like. It's got to be probably better than most butt plugs, you yeah, know. It, like remember, I come up with the idea, so you have to design a butt plug that's really good. Yeah, we've talked about this. I know several so, times. I know. So that's, <laughs> on that's, air, on it. Yeah, off air, <laughs> text, emails. We have, we have all, I know. All of it. I know <laughs> yeah, what you want. I know. <laughs> I'm aware of the butt plugs. I'm very aware. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mister E. I got something for you guys. What? So uh, I saw some news today that was pretty cool, in my opinion, uh, because it mixed uh, two things that I like. I like gaming a lot, as we all know, and uh, I like the ocean. I like marine science. I'm mm-hmm. studying marine science, you know, scuba classes, all that stuff. Um, and this kind of mixed both of those things. And uh, it, I just clicked the link. Am I supposed to? You can, yeah, you can pull it up. Okay. You can queue it up. So I saw today some news that um, there was a new like robotic drone in the ocean that they're using to clean up trash and it's supposed to be like a really efficient way of cleaning up trash um it's self-navigating okay so um it just it <laughs> finds the trash piles or whatever's in the ocean it takes it out um you can actually upload pictures of marine trash to it so it like puts it in its database and recognizes this huh. yeah so um it's That's really neat because cool. whenever you're into like ocean stuff like Ocean preservation always is a big thing, and, and you know everyone tries their hardest, but it's such a slow and, and you know terrible process. I haven't seen There's that. no good yeah. return on your time on it. But where is where am I all going with this? The gaming thing. The company that is making this is actually Razer, the company that makes huh. gaming products. Yeah. Oh. So I see host Sean has a Razer mouse right he here. Does. So I have plenty of Razer products. So they are the ones that are collaborating with this for lack of a better word, a robotics company, let's say. And they'll make what we're going to watch right now. Okay. Wow. So this is a minute-long video. And uh, can we post videos like this, YouTube videos, on the Instagram? How does that work? It's funny. I, people do it all the time. I don't know. got to figure it out. I mean, <laughs> this would be perfect. I know I, I'm pretty hip to the jive. Everyone knows that. But I'm not hip to that jive, home slice. Okay, so let's get started. When I leave... Oops. I've seen actually a lot of projects about cleaning up the ocean via like these type of devices and stuff, so I'm excited for this one because it needs it. Okay, so we're going to start the video. Let's go. Designers and engineers aren't busy creating game-changing products. We love using our expertise to support game-changing startups in their push for sustainability. As part of our Go Green with Razor initiative, we partnered up with Clearbot to bring you an innovative solution that cleans our oceans. Marine trash is a huge problem, and the current methods of collecting them are slow, expensive, and inefficient. Clearbot is our next generation answer. Clearbot is a marine trash collecting drone that's solar powered 
self-navigating. It looks very primitive here, and then vision they show a new design that uses and machine learning to optimize its capability yeah. over time. With Razor's resources and technical expertise aiding Jeez. our mission, they have helped us improve on Clearbot's design by making it more efficient, marketable, and scalable. Clearbot is the first of many sustainability startups we intend to support with our in-house design and engineering talent. And we're incredibly excited to see how we can take other amazing sustainability ideas to the next level. Thanks to Razor, we're now one step closer to realizing our mission. A fleet of clearbots cleaning the world's oceans. If that's not game changing, I don't know what is. Okay. Fuck this, by the way. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm over this and I want to uh, destroy this company, but keep Okay. okay. <laughs> I, this, they're trying to take over the world. Right. I don't even, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, my, my problem with it is, uh, I'm sure <laughs> no. the answers are on the website somewhere, but uh, I want to know about, sure, it collects the trash. How big, is it, how big is its reservoir? Where's its home base? Where's it dump it? Because like, at the end of the day, it's not like you're going to send these things out into the ocean and just say, goodbye, do your job. Like, it, you're gonna, you're gonna, there's going to be an infrastructure involved here, and that's part of the problem with all of this, is once you pick it up out of the ocean, you need to bring it somewhere else. Right. You know, so... There's a lot of uh, other moving parts. There is. But I will tell you, that, that jet ski drone trash picker upper looked amazing. It did, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm that was sleek it didn't as have fuck. RGB all over it, you know, lit, all lighted and, you know, For sure. <laughs> no. You could switch the settings. The idea is awesome. That's like part of, like, we've seen this in multiple other ways, too, where, like, clean up the oceans via these type of crafts, and it is great. But that, as I was watching it, too, I was sitting there, like, even though it's awesome and, like, any, I guess every little bit helps, I was wondering, yep. like... How much good is it doing versus the bad? Like, hopefully they run on solar power because solar it, power. Okay, yeah, did they mention that or okay? okay yeah. Sorry, okay. Uh, the whole time I was watching that video, I was like, this guy is even part of this company. He's like, hello, I'm part of the Razor thing. I'm like, no, you're not. You're just English. <laughs> I think you're just you're trying to class up this video. But also, you know, I guess uh, feeding on that is uh, these things could be more location based. Like you could have them uh, near the outflows. Where most of the planet plastic comes from, correct? Yes. And then pick it up there, and yes. then leave the shit in the center yes. of the ocean for like the bigger ones, yeah. the bigger trash collectors to handle. I the aircraft carriers, the trash, the trash collection works itself out into the the open ocean. Have you seen those? Um, they have like a giant worm in the ocean that floats on the surface, and it's just a big uh, string of gooply goop. Po uh, I don't know. I want to say like just a just blockage. It's just a big uh, like a wall that floats. And what they do is it's uh, motorized, and they'll swing it around and collect a bunch of trash, and then like swoop it up and connect, and then just kind of bring it somewhere else for something else to pick up. Nice. It's just a way of like grabbing a bunch of it at once and moving it on. Yeah. If these boats could do the Wall-E thing, you know how they he took the trash and made cubes out of it. Uh huh. That's actually a thing. I know it's a, they're they're learning to do that now, where you can kind of just heat stuff, all the plastic and metal and bullshit, just so much it makes a brick. Well, so take all the ocean stuff, okay, on like an aircraft carrier size, doing it. It's just taking the trash. All these little boats are going get in the trash. They go to home base. Here's the trash, Mister Home Base. Home base in the furnace melts these cubes of trash. We got nice, beautiful trash cubes. And then with trash cubes, we all know make skyscrapers, of course, or or <laughs> and or whatever you need to do with the trash. Make, make <laughs> I mean, I don't know, I don't know what to do from there, but I mean, that's a way to at least it's the reuse. Same thing with the ocean; like eventually, you have to do something else to get rid of it, right? So mm. it's like you still kind of have that impasse. 
Yeah, like but you're still, still a fish show. Yeah. At least, yeah. Because when I first saw it, I was like, "Is this all gas based?" I was like, "This fucking causes so much damage to the oh, ship with all the gas yeah, and crap." Like, yeah, but yeah, yeah, so yeah. I didn't realize it was solar power. Yeah, but razor, right? Like, I, yeah, I would not have guessed. It's crazy. I don't know. Well, Nintendo started as a playing card company, so you got to switch sometime. Yeah. Pivot. No shit, our, our products are... Like, Razor's going to start designing trash trucks and exactly. stuff. Like, that would be sick. <laughs> For sure, right? That'd be amazing. Dude, a Razor house would be sick with all the lighting, once again. The RGB everywhere. The whole house, the interior would be all mouse pad, so you could just, like, mouse pad up your walls if you wanted. And, shit ton yeah. of buttons everywhere yeah, that glow. Sick, like, man. just everywhere. <laughs> RGB everything. Shit you don't need. LCD screens for your walls to change the colors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, fun stuff. The, uh, yeah. Color changing carpets. Yeah. yeah. Remote Ooh. control color changing carpets. Boom. Turn your stairs into like a slide or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be sick. Hey, yeah, well. it's about that time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess Mr. E is about to pick out the... Oh, I, do, I get to do it? Oh, awesome. Okay. The What's better than most game? I get to pick out the topic right now. And as we all know, what's better than most is our weekly debate game where we randomly choose two subjects. Then our judge puts a spin on it. Then our other two contestants debate it. So this week in what's better than most, the topic is... I'm scared. Movies versus books. Okay. All right. Wow. Wow. Very Super vanilla compared yeah, to I like some of the... This is. I like how it's not so specific, but now it's, it's still scaring me right now. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll see you in a bit. Okay. So, yes. The topic was movies versus books. This was a tough one, guys. I had to use all my resources. I had to call Maestro in on this and everything. But we got one. You ready? All right. So, I am going to give movies to Mr. E. Okay. And I'm going to give books to the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, here is your prompt. Are you ready, gang? Oh, let me get my timer out. Here is the prompt. You are tasked with, tasked with building a cabin in the middle of the wilderness. <laughs> You have unlimited access to either movies or books. Whatever you want, you know, all that shit. Which is better than most to build your cabin? You guys know who, who's going. I'm going to say, I got to figure out who's going to go first now. Repeat the prompt again, please. The prompt is, you are tasked with building a cabin in the middle of the wilderness. Okay. But you can't be using wood or anything. You have to use either books or movies <laughs> to okay. build this cabin. All you right. have unlimited access to whatever one you can think of, whatever you want. Um, to build a cabin, Christ. which is better than most. So you have movies, you got books. I'm gonna make books go first. So I'm gonna give you okay. a couple more thoughts. To I'm build my cabin. To build a cabin out of books. Uh, do I have other tools? I just yeah, use sure. my bare hands. Yeah, but this, at the end of the day, this cabin has to be made out of books. Okay. You can, yeah, I guess you can nail it or do whatever they want, and then you know, think of all the. Okay. There's a lot of things to think about. Okay. You have All right. A, All right. Pretend it's magic. It's fucking magic. You get, to pretend, you, get, you get as many movies, books, whatever you want. So books is going to go first. And I'm going to ask you to start going in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, uh, so let's just establish that books are made of paper, right? Uh, they come in all shapes and sizes. So um, paper is basically trees, 
It's broken down trees. And so what I would do with that is using the other tools I have at my disposal, I would use some sort of um, glue or uh, a, a paper mache type technique and solidify each book, you know, dip it in this shit, soak it, squash it. And then those, I would stack those like bricks and then use mortar between them. And then once they're all stacked up and I built my cabin, I can use the different size books for different areas of the cabin as well. Uh, once it's all seconds. stacked up, I would seal it. I would seal the outside and the inside and everything so moisture wouldn't get to it. And then uh, from there, I think I'd have a, a fantastic Ten. cabin that would uh, be a trip for any random hiker that wanders upon it. And, you know, I, I defend my territory with books, of course. Book bo- booby traps. Okay, stop talking. I like that. <laughs> you have to stop. Uh, defend. Uh, let me type this out. Wow. Whew. Okay. Mr. Movies, I'm going to need you to start in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay, well, books is going to be a little hard to beat because obviously they're heavy and sturdy, but I got something for you. Have you ever heard about a fire hazard? Yeah, that's all made of paper and you're living in a house. Like, building a house is a long-term investment. You wouldn't want a fire hazard going straight into that. Okay? And second of all, you didn't say what kind of movies, so I'm going to say they're VCRs because they're, (laughs) they're VCR tapes because they are heavy and they're sturdy and... Books are all shaped differently. Mine are all shaped the same way. So I would have nice architecture. Everything would be beautiful. Books hardly have cover artwork. All the DVD and VCR tape cases would have artwork. So the outside of my house would be like a collage of all the movies I've watched. I would even build a theater made of books in my book house, specifically made for watching movies about <laughs> building houses. Oh, what? Yeah, so <laughs> that's where I'm going with it. Uh, what's my time? Oh, five. Okay, yeah. Sorry. That's, yeah, that's all, I, that's all I got. I'm so enthralled. Okay, I have to adjust this to, to okay. 30 seconds now. Whew. Scary. <laughs> all right, your rebuttal starts in five, four, eight, two, one. Okay, um, so uh, books. Uh, they're no more of a fire hazard than a log cabin, which is the stereotypical cabin. Um, books have colored covers. You know, they have pictures, they have, if I have an unlimited supply of books, I'm going to pick the best ones and color theme rooms and do all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, uh, beyond that, uh, tapes yes. are flimsy. Tapes are very flimsy. Most They're mostly hollow. VHS are mostly hollow. So, uh, uh, not good insulation. I don't Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll let me write down, not good insulation. Yeah, that was key. All right, I'm going to need your rebuttal, Mr. E, in 5-4-3-2-1. Yeah, well, my tapes would be lighter, so I would get some nice airflow through my, my house, okay? And logs are hard <laughs> to burn, okay? Your books are made of paper, which are thin pieces of paper that would ignite so easily. Uh, tapes, yeah, tapes are flimsy, but I mean, like I said, it'd, it'd rather get a breeze through the house. Um, your whole shit's a fire hazard. You don't have a, th- a theater like I do. I don't have any other better rebuttal than what I'm saying right Five. now. Um, and yeah, mine would just be way, way more colorful. And it's an experience. All the movies would be something you watched. It's like a it's like a trophy room. Okay. Colorful trophy room. Colorful <laughs> trophy room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just spewing bullshit. Okay, so let's review what we just heard Jesus. right now. So we've got books making this... Uh, 
cabin in the woods per se. Like, I don't want to call it a log cabin because it's made of either tapes or I mean of movies or books. So books <laughs> is made of paper of all shapes and sizes. Paper is basically trees. We said by Ho Shan, uh, broken down trees. He would use glue or paper mache type technique to dip in shit. He said the word shit, dip in shit and squash it, <laughs> use them like bricks. Oh so his house is full of shit. Uh, but uh, then he'd seal the outside inside so no moisture, which I. From a, I, I understood. They say, okay, he's like, that sounds good. I made a wand before. Um, and <laughs> I like how you mentioned a trip from a random hiker. It, it, like, like a random hiker would see him, like, oh, what the fuck? And like, and he, like, yeah, I remember, for some reason that made me laugh. Like, he's like describing the house more. And then he would, he said he'd defend his territory with books. And then Mr. E, he mentioned, uh, how the book place is a fire hazard, uh, being all made of paper. He would use VHS ta- tapes. To build his house, so it's all uniforms. Thank you. I you couldn't have, think of the term. Yeah, VHS. yeah, VHS tapes, basically, <laughs> to do it. And then I like all the cover artwork for the outside of the house. It was like an artistic house of all these different movies. Um, and then tapes are lighter, so there'd be a nice airflow in your house. And you kept mentioning the fire. You kept mentioning the fire. You're very really concerned about the fire. And then I like the trophy room, <laughs> the colorful trophy room for some reason you have. But then he, oh, Sean mentioned again that, like, you know, Fire hazard, that's the same as you'd have with logs or something in a log cabin, per se. And I like how he had a color-themed room. For some reason, I like that. He basically feel like he described the cabin more. Gotcha. I understand what the cabin looks like gotcha. a little bit to him. Don't forget book booby traps. Yeah, no, you, you, you said defend yourself with books. I have that here. <laughs> so I have to give this to Ho Shan. Gotcha. On yeah. this one. Well played. Thank well you, played. thank you. GG, GG. GG. As soon as I said book booby traps, I started thinking about book booby traps and what that would look like and like would it That's just be like say. a like a just a pile of books that just drop on you if you triggered this book on the ground or some shit. Like that. That's probably the best one. <laughs> I think maybe like maybe you pull a book off the shelf and they all fall like they're all connected with strings. And like, oh, yeah. a book avalanche or something. Like oh no. <laughs> I thought uh, when me and uh, Maestro were talking about it earlier, when I said movies, I always thought like the person would be like DVDs, VHSs, and a bunch of different ones, but. VHSs was like, but yeah. that's actually the first one I thought too. Yeah, because yeah, I mean DVD those cases you can just push over. Man. VHS <laughs> tapes would at least be a little more sturdy. Ooh, oh. Maestro says VHS tapes for the walls and uh, DVD cases. That's, that's for the roof. You shingle the VHS. I was thinking laser disc, bro. Honestly, yeah, I think yeah, I was having DVD. a laser disc like driveway and oh, garden. Like wow. actually, I, like when I thought about Jesus. it for a while, I actually would have chosen at the end of the day the movie side because I would have been like, he mentioned reels. We talked about it for a while. I was like, reels. I'm gonna have a movie reels oh, made of shit. metal. I was like, damn, dude, like some columns of reels. <laughs> Dude, nice. yeah, that's crazy. I know we 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 had more time to think about it. It's hard to play this game. All right, all right. Speaking of crazy stuff here, I've got the latest on the UFO documents being dropped this month. I'm so psyched, dude! Like, oh my god, I check that shit every week, every okay. day. Okay. So the details of the UAP committee, the un unidentified aerial phenomenon committee, have mostly come out. I say mostly because uh, really, what's happening right now is. A couple Fridays ago, on June 2nd, um, some higher-up government people, like senators or governors or whatever, or uh, committee leaders of some shit... It's an alien that's spying on us. <laughs> the fly is back. The fly is back. I got him. I got that motherfucker. Nice. I knocked his ass. Not out, but he's... You'll think twice. He's done. <laughs> he's, no, you ever slap those damn things, and they just, like, they don't die, they're just like, huh, huh, and then they're fine a second later? Huh. Okay, so sorry. <laughs> the, no worries. The um, these uh, government officials, these top government officials, got a look at the documents, 
and we're allowed to say certain things to the press. And so uh, some of these bigger news agencies out there had some published some stories on, you know, what they got from these guys who saw it tangentially from those dudes and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, playing phone. Yeah, they're playing telephone. And at the end of the day, it's the document is not out to the public yet. Um, but in short, what we know is that the report is inconclusive. <gasps> I know. That's what's going to happen. We Damn. all fucking know it. Like, uh-huh. We just know that's what's going to happen. I just hope they do one new thing because the whole... Not to go down a rabbit hole, but again, there's this... Me and Hoshan have watched the documentary and a bunch of other evidence now. And all it is is even the presidents, fucking Bill Clinton and Obama have said that there's <laughs> something in the skies that we don't know what it is. And that all it really is is can't say it's aliens you can't say it's interdimensional beings you don't know but something is happening yes and uh yeah I want more info. the reason i think the the whole reason the u.s government is gung-ho about it is because they're violating our airspace like above the white house sort of shit yeah and like and so we're just kind of like mm, we don't like that so that's why they're looking into it but uh at the end of the day the evidence does not show the phenomenon they're piloted by aliens it also doesn't include evidence that these crafts are from a secret military program. There's so, no way. Because we've seen them for so long. Yeah. They're doing the same thing yeah. for decades now. Yeah. The same piloting maneuvers, the same right turns at Mach 4, you know. Um, so, according to these guys who saw the documents, uh, we still don't know anything yet. Even though that sucks, that's still better than the last 70 years where they're like, you guys are crazy for even talking about UFOs. Right. right? It, they are real. That's what this whole thing really is about. Like, you have to kind of... I used to like them, and I still do. I've always liked them, but I remember even after a while, because it was almost like shout, like frowned upon to think about them, talk about them, all that stuff, that... You're chicken little. It's just weird, yeah. So eventually, it's like, ah, oh, whatever. And then you don't see the evidence for a long time, and all of a sudden, this new evidence comes out and just reignited my, like, man, I've always loved this subject. And ever since we... I've watched the documentary... I check all those stupid sites every day now, and I know I know I sound crazy now, but like, man, I, I really want there to be some cool shit. Like, and they always all these people say like they they you haven't seen the good stuff. Fingers crossed. Yes, but, you know that's what they all say. Because I, at the it's end all of the bullshit, day, I, I I just I know this thing's going to be inclusive. It's not going to say, hey, here's an alien. His name's Fred. And I know. Nice to meet you, but. You know, if they dropped another video, I'd be happy. A good video is one. If they dropped another two or three fuzzy ones, awesome. You know, I want a good one. There's supposedly word word on the street in the Halo community. I've said, I told him in the past, you before, that supposedly there's a fighter pilot with an iPhone took a picture of one near his craft. Oh, no shit. Supposedly. Okay. Supposedly. By all these people, but supposedly this is. Picture exists. And if that would come out, like, that doesn't mean that would be that HD photo stuff because they've tracked them on satellites and stuff too. And we've seen satellites do some crazy picture stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a good photo out there somewhere if these things exist and or whatever. And or I don't want to go too much into it, but like, there could be something. Maybe these things are not even aliens or something. Like, there's something we're seeing, but it's some other, again... Time travelers dim- or... Time traveler, Im- dimensional ocean beings. Who knows? Totally. Atlantis. From Europa. Yeah, yeah. Wakanda, you know, Atlantis, Waka- time travelers. I do. I actually like the Wakanda idea. I'm starting <laughs> I to like the Wakanda the one. Wakanda I'm like, idea. all right, all right. 
I'll tell you one thread I saw today. People were like, they describe the aliens as Nordic in nature. It's like Vikings. Like what? Like like as, Vikings are in the UFOs? as Guardians. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wasn't the uh, Star? It, yes. The yeah, answer is yes. I know Stargate. Went yeah. Into, yeah. That's right. what I was going to confirm. I didn't say the, it. I didn't they say went it. into Norse mythology after they ran it. out of Egyptian gods to kill Quite you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's about all we know. And uh, Max and I, you were talking about earlier. Uh, the date at which these government documents are to be released to the public, I thought was the 29th, but you were saying the 25th? 25th, supposedly, because supposedly that's exactly the 180 days from when it was supposedly signed. The yeah, document one, was originally signed. Exactly. So I've heard 25th multiple times. Yeah, okay. But, you know, what do I know? But every time I check that damn Reddit, it's the 25th. But Fair but, enough. You know, they always hit the last second, like, yeah, 25th, totally the 25th. Unless it gets delayed. Okay, let's go on to the next story. And so... <laughs> Says every video game release ever. Pretty much. So uh-huh. who who effing knows? I'll believe it when it happens, pretty much. Yeah. So And we will report on it. So I'm glad you brought that up though, because honestly, this whole subject has been fascinating. And I didn't want to turn this like honestly, I, I'm not gonna turn this podcast into an alien podcast. Fuck all this science <laughs> shit, bro. Like but, but I don't want to do that to the listeners. Thanks for listening. So let's let's go back to some good classic stories. Yeah. So we'd like some good treasure finding. Yeah, oh, no I love way. my treasure yeah. stuff. You love some treasure, right? This yeah. was a fun one. I like Did this they one. contact the government? They shouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, and then aliens, bro. Uh, anyone, though. No. Okay. They did actually contact archaeologists. Is that the same thing? No. No. They don't the call the FBI. The government of archaeologists? Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't, why, why, don't, why don't you call the FBI? Uh, we did a story a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, I don't know, about uh, some people who found thought they found some gold buried... Uh, somewhere and As from a treasure. Yeah, from some uh, railroad confederate, blah blah blah. And uh, they called the FBI to excavate the site, and the FBI went there, dug it up overnight, and said, "Oh, there's nothing there." And that's it. <laughs> and so the guys were like, "Oh, what?" They weren't even allowed to or witness it or be there. It was very clandestine. And yeah. Awkward. So dig the treasure up yourself. Yes. Is always the answer. So a Swedish map maker. Uh, this happened in April. He stumbled across a stash of 50 bronze relics dating back to 2,500 years. A map maker. A map maker. I like, he doesn't call himself a cartographer. He's a map maker. He, they call him an, a Swedish orienteering enthusiast. <laughs> oh, love it. That's next level. Yeah, uh, yeah you know what's funny? Yeah. I dubbed it down. That's why I said map maker, but it actually, because he is a map maker, but <laughs> orienteering enthusiast. Um, but he found this stash of uh, bronze relics from 2,500 years ago. And so it's most, it's mainly consisting of ancient jewelry, and it's one of the, the one of the largest cachet finds from the Bronze Age in in Sweden, basically. And uh, so the relics are from the relics are from the period of 750 to 500 BCE, and they are very well preserved. Necklaces, chains, and needles made out of bronze. So this map guy found this treasure. But here's what I like about this story because. How do you find them? What happened? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I how do you find he was treasure? like double Look. checking a map like, oh, the border for uh, Switzerland and such and such should be here. And that reminds me of the other story. That's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. And then he just stumbled across a bunch of rupees or whatever the fuck he found. In a past story, we talked about a farmer who accidentally moved uh, the border stone, the border of some country. He made like France smaller, I remember, or yes. something like that for a second. But uh, so, yeah, this guy, he basically found it outside on the ground. Okay. that's the crazy part that's where i'm like what he just found treasure on the fucking ground like it wasn't buried in anything so the objects were lying out in the open in front of some boulders out in the forest and presumably animals maybe dug them out of the crevice behind the boulder 
where they've been lying maybe for 2,500 years. So someone, some lady, because they mentioned it's probably from like a late, like some highborn ladies, all this her outer packs or whatever, maybe stashed all her stuff behind this boulder and it laid unrested, like undisturbed for 2,500 years. And then the animal is like, and like ate it. And then it's just on the ground. Like, so he just walks up. So I like what he said, because his name's Tom Carlson, the, the cartographer. Wow. Cartographer is another good word, maybe. Orienteering well, like the orienteering enthusi- <laughs> enthusiast is way better. Cartographer. But um, <laughs> yeah, he made the discovery, right? And so he's updating his map. And at first he thought it was just junk. He said it looked like metal garbage. Is that a lamp lying there, I thought at first? A lamp. He thought there was a lamp lying there. And um, then he fa- he hunched oh, wow. over and saw a spiral and a necklace. And he's like, it looked so new, I thought it was fake. Wow. And, How and does it look new? That I don't understand either. Like they showed some pictures. Of course, I don't have them here. But like his bronze already kind of like looks bronzy and weird. Like doesn't it? Tur- I was going to ask it you. Turns, like it turns green at patinas. Yeah, it does something like that. But it actually, this it thing didn't looks. Get just- any moss on it or any? No, it actually looked really dark. This this was so funny. It looked kind of rusty, but like dark, not like. Well, I guess it doesn't turn green. Well, you're saying that's only copper. I thought bronze turned green, but maybe Where's, it just tarnishes. I feel like bronze a- does something. Yeah, maybe okay. it just only tarnishes. I don't know. Anyways. We don't know shit about bronze. <laughs> but just, just throwing that out there, everyone. Email us about, you guys don't know shit about bronze. <laughs> Obviously bronze. Anyway, so. It does tarnish. A fact check. It, it tarnishes? It that's all it does is tarnish. So, okay. So, that's why he said it looked kind of new. He thought he said it, he thought it was fake. And so, he reported the find to, to archaeologists and they examined the, the site. And, uh, yeah, most of the finds are made up of bronze items that can be associated with a woman of high status from the bronze age. And uh, that's pretty much it. Like necklaces, bracelets, ankle bracelets, uh, some needles, and eyelets. They get a value on that, right? No value, but it's a bronze treasure from. Yeah, no, I'm just curious. I I mean, yeah, was he allowed to keep it? They didn't say anything. Probably not, right? I'm wondering. I'm guessing not. I'm guessing the government gets it. Probably. It's. I think treasure belongs to whoever's land is on. I think we talked about this in another podcast. Oh, interesting. I think we talked about this before. Where if you find treasure, it's like on a land. It's like technically. Who owns that land? That's your treasure. Yeah. So that's why if you find treasure, you just go. Fuck I mean, they say it. you own like, your lot of land all the way down to the core of the earth. Huh? They say that you own your lot of land all the way down to the core of the earth, right? Really? Yeah, because it's it goes straight that down. That makes sense. I've never thought about that. Yeah. So if you so find like you a dig and still there, this is my alien yeah. spaceship from a thousand years ago. That's what yeah. I've heard. I mean, like you said, we don't know shit. So I mean, come on. <laughs> let's not, let's not turn this. Wrong. Let's I'm not right turn there. this into an alien podcast. I know Dachande want to, like, every week. He's like, fuck these science stories. That's he's constantly. Like, he's like, aliens. <laughs> like, bro, come. I'm going to leave all these poop stories behind. Nothing but aliens <laughs> yeah. now. Pump your brakes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got a uh, update here for a previous story about the Russian space movie. Oh, If you're not familiar, Russia is in a space race of sorts with uh, NASA to film a full-length movie in space. In space, at the space station. Yes, because Tom Cruise is signed on to do the NASA Space American movie, right? We've talked about that in the podcast in the past. Correct. And so there's a Russian one also happening. So there was a Russian one, and we last reported on how they were going to choose their contestants, and it sounded like it was going to be a big um, kind of American reality Idol show. reality show where your contestants compete through the physical challenges and acting and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I don't know. I can't confirm if that ever happened. But we do have word on who the lead actress will be in this. Tell me more. Her name is Yulia Pereslid. Oh, I love her. Pereslid. 
Uh, she's 36, and then the director that will be going up with her is Klim Shempenko. Not a fan of him. 37. No, not a fan. I hated his movie, uh, Russia Fuckhead. Yeah. Didn't like it. It was a bit controversial. Very, a lot of bad words in it. <laughs> so, uh, they are scheduled to launch to the International Space Station on October 5th and begin filming their movie. This year? This year. Damn, that's... I think anything space always, it's like, anything we've ever talked about, it's like, yeah, years it's going to happen now. 10 years yeah. from now. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, sure. that's right. Because it's always like, oh, we're going to go examine life on Venus when we design it and launch it and it gets there in <laughs> yeah, two years. Exactly. It's funded Slated and 2027. Uh-huh. Get excited. <laughs> so uh, Russian production company Channel One will film the Russian crew's progress through training as a televised show. Okay. Which was different than what we reported on in the past, which was the game show sort of deal. So maybe they've revise what they're doing or maybe they already did the game show not sure either way i want to see the game show maybe they did like a focus group and like dude the game show's bombing we got to make this a drama or something <laughs> <laughs> so the uh these the actor and director will uh have to do standard stuff like a centrifuge test zero g training and oh shit you know all the standard astronaut stuff we've all done that come on so i thought i found this interesting Potential candidates for the female lead in the film needed to be between 25 and 40 years old, okay. uh, a Russian citizen, to weigh between 50 kilograms or seven, er, and 70 t- kilograms, or in American, uh, 110 pounds to 154 pounds. Okay. All right. Uh, and then this is the... Oh, no. It's coming up. She must be able to run one kilometer in three and a half minutes or less. I don't know what that means. Uh, swim 80 meters, freestyle in 20 minutes. Again, drawing a blank. I think you're speaking Russian to me right now. <laughs> and dive from a three-meter springboard with an impressive technique. Oh, my God. I know. I thought that was interesting, too. Fuck out of here. But this is both of them. This is the director, too. <laughs> no, it's not. It's all female. So uh, she also has to have a chest girth of up to 112 centimeters, a.k.a. 44 inches. I got that. Wow. So this, I didn't know how to take this. I was like, okay, are they are they asking for Dolly Parton? What are they doing here? Like, are they are they taking advantage? What's the situation? Are they trying to get cup size or like distance from chest? Uh, girth, meaning you measure your distance from chest. I don't know what distance from chest means. <laughs> what is distant from the chest? Your nipples. Boob? And what is what are you defining <laughs> as the chest? I, I, like, what do you? Co- women have chests, right? <laughs> yes. And then the. At some point, the chest ends and the boob begins, so uh, so I'm imagining that's the width of that. Let me tell you the definition. Okay, please do. (laughs) So, um, the chest girth is measuring, taking a measuring tape, and measuring the thickest part of your chestal area, your your upper torso here. For you and me, it's whatever the thickest part here is on us, that's that's your maximum. So, it's like a chest measurement. From like almost armpit to armpit, for lack of a better term, all the way around your yeah. body. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, That's your chest measure. Yeah. Oh, even behind your back. Yes. Yeah, oh my god. Like okay. I get stuff. I get. Yeah. I get things. Okay. So I looked this up. Um, not nipple to nipple. Okay. It's not, that's not. Mine the would measure. be so big. <laughs> <laughs> like saucers. My nipples are crazy. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to know. You know. Again. What. what how I should feel about this. And so I looked up like average chest girths for height and weight and that sort of thing. And, um, this is, this is reasonable. They're not asking for Dolly Parton. What are, what are they asking for? They're asking for the average person with a decent bus size. So that being said, 
this person is also going to be athletic. She's going to be toned. Not necessarily like Olympic runner toned where it's just thin, but she's going to need to be able to, you know, lift weights and have muscle when she goes out into space so it doesn't necessarily atrophy too so much. She'd be muscled, toned, boobed, do water flips. What was that? What was the yeah, last impressive one? Impressive dives. Impressive dives. So all I'm saying is much. the idea that like she's going to have muscles on her back too. They're going to add to this girth. So it's not all chest. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I really had to kind of dig into this. And I'm glad I did. Is there like a ball one? Like, is there a ball width measure, measure, measurement? Like, you have to like do it from like your head under your legs or something? Everybody knows you measure from the top to the end. You don't measure from the balls or the butthole or any of that stuff. <laughs> I'll say, no, you measure from the buttholes. I, I was going to say. That's yeah, how I was shot. Exactly. <laughs> 12 inches? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so, oh, uh,. Tom Cruise and the director, Doug Lyman, will also be arriving at the International Space Station sometime in October. Their launch has not been scheduled yet. But that's going to, like, they're going to step on each other's production times? Like, how much? How much? Should be, like, in the movie or, like, like in the background doing your own movie type of deal? Right? I don't know how that's going to work. I can't wait to see these propaganda films. I feel like that's what this is now. It's all just a big propaganda thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So the two astronauts they're sending up are 36 and 37 years old. Tom Cruise, when he reaches the space station, will be 59 years old. Wow. Right? Still looks like he's 30. He has the Scientology powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yep, mean, yep. Magic. It is. All right. So I thought this was interesting. Um, so check this out. So a lost letter written by Albert Einstein. You've heard of him. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I'm not sure you have, but you have. Um he wrote this letter to a rival physicist and recently so- sold to an anonymous collector for blank oh amount. So, a rival physicist. Yes. Yeah, so I want to paint the picture of this Is it letter. A nice letter. I'm going to paint <laughs> okay, the picture. I'm going to tell you all the details about this letter, um, and then at the end of the day, you guys need to tell me how much this sold for. I'm thinking it's like, hey, buddy, did you invent a nuke? I didn't think so, pal. <laughs> hey, how you mutter? Did you calculate said. the speed of light? I'm going to tell you more about this letter, and then again, you you at home, too, do the same thing. Try to figure out how much this sold at auction. It's already sold. So uh, it was a handwritten letter. Includes Einstein's famous E equals MC squared equation, and is one of just four known examples of the equation in the physicist's own handwriting. Huh. Okay. So there's that. More facts. Let's give you more facts. It's a one-page letter written in German on a paper with Einstein's blind-stamped personal Princeton letterhead. Okay. And it was sent to Polish-American physicist Ludwig Silberstein, who we all know, was a well-known critic of some of Einstein's theories at the time. Invented the saltine cracker. Exactly. Thank you. Took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> so the document is signed A. Einstein and dated October 26, 1946. So it's an old letter. And in the letter, Einstein writes the famous equation to highlight the energy difference between two masses at both an infinite distance and a specified distance from each other. In response to a query from Silberstein, the other physicist, and he basically says, in his own words, he says, your question can be answered with the E equals MC squared formula without your any your addition, which I don't know what that word means, but that's what that is. And this this letter also has mentions the need for a unified field theory, a single theory that ties together all the fundamental forces of nature, uh-huh. currently considered to be the holy grail of modern physics. Uh-huh. So I just told you about this that's letter. all in that letter. All of this is in that letter. Okay. Handwritten by Einstein himself okay. with blah, blah, blah. 
I told you all the information. So how much did this letter sell at auction? Who wants to go first? Who wants a piece? Who wants some of this? This guy, Mystery. Mystery wants okay. a piece. Okay. There was a, one of these we did back then where it was like an autograph book with like Abraham Lincoln yes. and John Edison. I do remember and that. And I remember I thought that shit was going to be like millions. Right. And it was like $15,000 or something. Right. So with I think I'm going with it. that strategy and I'm going to say $50,000. Boom. And even I think that might be a Locked lot. in. Okay. $50,000. I am going to lowball this and say I was going to say 5, but I'm going to I'm going to bump it up to 14,000. 14,000. dollars <laughs> Maestro, do you want a piece of this? <laughs> yeah, nothing. You guys are underbidding. No okay. shit. Yes. By quite a bit, huh? The auction price for the Albert Einstein letter with E equals MC squared, one of four. Fifty-six thousand. Fifty-six. Oh, now it's too late now. Fuck it. He said fifty-six thousand. Still way <laughs> underbidding. <laughs> you fucking six thousand over. <laughs> fucking one dollar. Um. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucker. $1.2 million. Wow. Wow. Your, our past information fucked you because I, yeah. I forgot about that till you said it. I was like, you're right. Well, I was also that thinking, like, sure, all those equations, but, like, we all know that shit now, so it's not like it was when he discovered it. And, like, mm-hmm. it was his, like, lab notes with coffee spilled on it and shit. And, you know, it's not like it was. <laughs> yeah, so his I was just, blood's on I it. I kind of psyched myself out of that one, yeah. <laughs> no, no, like. Yeah. I but I mean, the a... other one blew my mind with the autographs. That's why yes. I was like, no, I'm not falling for this again. No, <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> no this one, 1.2 mil, bro. Fuck. And actually, it was expected That's only to do. It's, yeah. it's a wild card of the auction, too. Like, yes. if you got money and I got money and we both really want it, like, we can drive that shit That's all how the way up. desperately they really want because they had yeah. all this information. Like, it's a really, really good depends letter. depends on our budget. These are some rich physicists who wanted this thing. I, or... think, <laughs> I think we're also um, – I was also underestimating the um, – the the value of his signature, his uh, personal Name words or too, or and the, his own letterhead too. That's, because I think that was yes, a big thing. the the uh, autograph book was just signatures, not necessarily messages. Right. This is a letter, and they're mostly like political people, like a lot of presidents and wives and children and this and that. Whereas you know, I think Albert Einstein is more far reaching than uh, Henry Garfield or Andrew Garfield. I think right. so. Like we all, we all, we John all know Garfield. Him, God, the cat. Mr. Garfield. Yeah, we, we know what you're talking yeah, about. That's the one. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> Mr. Gar- President Garfield. <laughs> yeah, President the cat Garfield. I get it. Fuck. Um, but uh, honestly, I like what you just because I actually kind of forgot about that story until as soon as you I'll mentioned it, it, I was like, oh, you're right. I like, should have bought it. Fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was worth no, my price no. range than I thought. That, but yeah, I, this this story kind of blew my mind too because because of, of that same idea. We're like, man, this like just because of the letters like this from the past. It really is just about the subject matter. And since he yeah. he mentioned so much cool subject matter, they thought it would only sell for four hundred thousand too. By the way, so you're right; like it did like pretty much double. Still a lot. Still a lot. James Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. Fuck. Rolling in his grave. Right oh my God. All right. Well, thank you for joining us uh, again. Like we said at the top of the episode, uh, hit us up if you found anything funky or stupid about this episode. You just you want to email us and call us yeah. names. Rip us a new one. Yeah, for sure. Instagram us, rip us a new one. Email us, rip us a new one. <laughs> Put in the subject line, rip us a new one. Yeah, or give us some stories. You know, that'd be helpful too. That might be helpful. 
Hashtag rip us a new one with nice stories. And click the like button. There's one somewhere on whatever page we, you're looking at. We yeah. do? We have likes? Uh, YOLO! <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discuss, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at btmt underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.